everybody, how you doing tonight? This is Scott with Mike Tells It Like It Is, with Mike, of course. And we're going to bring you a story tonight that I don't know if you heard about, but I know we hear so much about shootings around the country, and I'm sure everybody heard about the one in Buffalo. But, Mike, did you hear about this Hero California church where the church members hogtied a gunman who tried to shoot up a barbecue they were having? Where he, but he'd only killed one and hurt five, and then they, the congregation jumped him and hogtied him until the cops got there. <laughs> yes, I heard about that one. And I got to tell you, <laughs> that's the first church, first church I ever heard that ever hogtied anybody. <laughs> that's I hope gonna... they tied him tight. <laughs> <laughs> that's got to be a first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, and did the did the minister say, "Okay, sick them, boys," and he did, literally. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he, he yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot can be said for that. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it. They said the suspect was described as an older Asian man who didn't live in the area. Um, and they don't know what his connection is, but he, it was a Taiwanese church, so it obviously had something to do with it being a Taiwanese church gathering. It was meeting at this um, in Geneva, but the, in, the incident was at you know one twenty-six in the afternoon, with about thirty to forty people attending a lunch, you know, after the service, with mm-hmm. you know to honor a former pastor. And after the initial gunfire, this man named Halleck said a group of churchgoers detained him and hogtied his legs with an extension cord and confiscated at least two weapons. So obviously this guy was ready to shoot a lot more than two people, you know, but unfortunately one person died and one person was in critical condition, but Halleck praised the survivors for exceptional heroism and bravery in the face of danger. That's for sure. You know, Well, that's for sure. You don't see too yeah. many people like that no more. Yeah. You see that stuff in the movies. Yeah. <laughs> but I would I would say, yeah, they did the they did the right thing. There could have been uh more women around than men and and they wouldn't have it that way. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, I don't know what the reason behind um the guy shooting uh the people is. But he's not wrapped too tight. Yeah, that's for sure. You know, that the recent shooting that they had in um, Buffalo, they know, was a hate crime. Because the guy was, you know, shouting racial slurs and all that. And mm-hmm. it was obvious that, um, that that was a hate crime. Um, that was a mass shooting. But th- this is the second one in, in like, as many days it's like you know one after another and um you know obviously he prevented you know more people from getting killed but the massacre that was at the top friendly market in buffalo it was in buffalo new york um authorities said that that rampage was carried out by a white supremacist gunning for black people the motive in this california one is unclear but the fact that he was asian and it was a taiwanese um church gathering tells me that it's probably something to do with China and Taiwan, you know? It very well could be. Yes, but, yeah. It's It's just terrible that 
so many people are feel they have to resort to violence like this, you know? It's bad enough that we have things going on between Russia and China and possibly us. And I yeah. do say possibly. I'm not saying we are committed to them or anything. Not much, anyhow. But uh, on the other side of the news, that believe it or not, that there's a coup forming to take over Putin's job. Putin's job. So let's see what uh -oh. happens here. Can they be any worse? Scott? Well, I don't know. I think Putin's got everybody scared half to death about him. And they're afraid to even tell him how the war is going because they don't want him to do something to him because it's not good news. But I think that, you know, I think it's amazing that I, I saw a little blip and that some of the, uh, the Russian soldiers are wounding themselves so they don't have to fight in this war. I mean... They should just lay down their weapons. Like we, people think we're joking, but I'm serious. They, they, if they don't want to fight, they should just go to the Ukraine side and turn themselves in and surrender or whatever. And I mean, what's Putin going to do with no army? You know, it's like if, if they're. I mean, some of the stories that we broke about what these troops have gone through and the lie they were fed, why they were going and attacking these people. These people are like their brothers and sisters. That like Ukraine is where. You know, it's like the, their heritage is that. You know, the Russian heritage and everything spread out of there. And it, these people don't want to be shooting civilians like that for the most part, I don't think. But it's just terrible what's going on. Oh, exactly. I agree with you. I agree with you. You know, nobody needs that kind of stuff. So, you know, but to, to each their own, how they want to take it, you know. Um, this is how it goes. You know. Also, in North Korea, that Kim Ju, who I can't even pronounce his name. Oh my Kim God! Kim Jong Un. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. He wants to put. He wants to keep all the COVID medicine over there for himself. <laughs> it, yeah. How do, how does that work out when it's got to be shipped from God knows where? <laughs> you know. I mean, President Trump was right. You should call him Rocket Man. He keeps on launching yeah. rockets everywhere. Even if he did sign a declaration not to launch any more rockets. Yeah. Shows you how far they could be trusted. Yeah, really. But, you know, it doesn't go very far. Yeah, yeah for sure. It's... It's just unbelievable. The Queen was out today, believe it or not. She made it in time for the Jubilee Festival. <laughs> wow, good for her. Way to go, Liz. <laughs> she's, uh. been, she's been on the throne 70 years. That's wow. unbelievable for any ruler or whatever you want to call her. Any queen. You know? Yeah. There was a lot of people who tended that thing, you know, billions and billions of people tend this thing, including Tom Cruise. You know? Uh. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, there's a lot of people tend that. that. Imagine when she dies. Okay. Well. Also, 
Also, did you know that uh, Camilla uh, Calabino, uh, she'll replace Kelly Clarkson and she'll join the voice as a, as a uh, head, not a, not a head, and she's joined it as a coach. Wow. Yeah, so the voice has a new voice. <laughs> we'll put it that way for crazy things. <laughs> wow. Yeah, but it's really weird. And there was a shooting in Buffalo where um where for a week for a week or so, uh they actually shot up schoolmates and stuff like this in uh, some school in I think Brooklyn. Okay. Huh. What about these things, Scott? Well, that's very interesting. Um, you know, to um, mention something that it's not very often that I hear a politician say something that I agree with, but the New York governor says that social media companies need new algorithms after the Buffalo shooting. And I agree with her because in response to Saturday's mass shooting, New York Governor Kathy Hochul proposed that social media companies establish an algorithm that notifies authorities of concerning content posted to their platforms, referring to the recommendation as trigger systems. Because prior to the shooting, get this, a 180-page manifesto was posted online in which the author identifies himself as Peyton Gendron, the 18-year-old suspect. In the document, the author refers to himself as a white supremacist, details conspiracy theories, outlines, plans for the shooting, all this stuff. I mean, that, people shouldn't be able to post stuff like that and, and nobody knows about it. I mean, that would be a good idea to, for red flags to go up when that kind of thing gets posted. Oh, I would say yes, for sure. That's a big red yeah. flag. Yeah. Yeah. You know? you know, so. Yeah, that's a that's unbelievable. Yeah, I know. I mean, it, it was what's going on with social media, and and I mean, something needs to be done because if people are going to be broadcasting stuff like that, you know, it's like the, another article I saw said that the guy in the um, went around school wearing a hazmat suit for a week. I mean, wouldn't that be a red flag to see somebody walking around in a hazmat suit? Uh, yes, by a long <laughs> shot. It's like, okay, this guy's got a problem. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like people are just not paying attention or something. And that's true. And something else in the news today, okay? That in some parts of the country, cannabis, it was laced to the Cheetos, Cheetos, um, cheese sticks. It sent six, really? six elementary school students to the hospital. Wow. They were enjoying a high. What the hell? <laughs> uh, so, you well, know, they might not have been used to it and got a little bit too high. <laughs> <laughs> And it's true, though. I mean, but, you know, that's, uh, that was something that had to be done delivered. I'm sorry. Not by the yeah, company sure. itself, but I'm sure by some employee. 
Yeah. yeah. You know something that um, surprises me is that, did you hear about the Pennsylvania Senate candidate, John Fetterman, who was hospitalized with a stroke just days before the Democratic primary? No. I mean, it makes you wonder. It's like, um, he says he's feeling better now, and supposedly they gave him medicine that dissolved the clot and, you know, reversed all the damage from the stroke, but they would have said that anyway, because they want everybody to think he's okay to be in the election, but um, evidently he was like um, the front runner, one of the, you know, leading candidates, and, you know, it affected his heart and everything, but he says he's feeling much better and didn't suffer any cognitive damage in his campaign, even though they canceled a stream of events Friday, um, he went to the hospital not thinking he really needed to, but his wife talked him into it. Mm-hmm. And she saw some signs. And um, But it comes just days before the Pennsylvania Senate primary. And that's a big race because, you know, the Senate is, is a key thing. And Democrats are hanging on to it by a thread. Mm-hmm. So if this guy's, you know, put him in a set that has been the front runner for the Democratic nomination with double-digit leads and polling, over his closest revival, which is Representative Connor Lamb. So this might put some doubt in people's mind about, do we really want somebody that's not all that well, you know? Exactly. I agree with you. And also, did you know that uh, Russia will be damned if Finland will officially apply to the join the the, NATO? I couldn't get my words out that time. I don't want those okay, days. they got out. <laughs> <laughs> I just, they said they'll be damned that they'll let them join NATO. Jesus. Wow. Well, with his, the troops going to the extent of wounding themselves to escape the war, I think that they're all talk, you know? <laughs> oh, guarantee it. You know, like uh, Mr. Putin now. Now, his big talk about launching nuclear. Let's go there for a minute. Well, if Mr. Putin decides to launch nuclear, do the math figure for a minute, okay? All that radiation, you don't think it's going to wipe him out as well? But I guess... Yeah, it's just like Chernobyl. That was, you know, right there in the breadbasket. It it wiped out that whole area, and, and Russia's right there. But my theory is like this. I think he knows he's dying. So he really doesn't care how many people he takes down with him. Yeah. See? So he never was like that until he probably was diagnosed with his blood cancer disease that he has. Granted, there's probably over a hundred different blood uh, cancer diseases. I'm guessing at that, though. Okay. But yeah. but doesn't mean you got to take the whole world down with you when you go. Just because you be decided right. to be a prick about it. You know, that's just wrong yeah. to do. You know? I know. He's really getting backed into a corner. Did, did you hear about um, there were at least um, possibly... Um, it's, it's estimated about a thousand troops and fifty tanks that were 
crossing this pontoon bridge that Russia had built, and mm-hmm. um, Ukraine blew up the bridge, and they lost all their tanks and everything. It's like, you know, he, he's just suffering huge losses right and left, and this is the 79th day of the invasion, and it's just, you know, this is just one example. You know, this was in the on the banks of the Siversky Donetsk River in the Luhansk region. Um, mm-hmm. And they blew up a whole Russian battalion attempted to cross the bridge, you know? Well, you know, and, in, my, in my words, you know, Scott, in my words, I think that Putin should throw in the towel, white flag it, give up on it, because he's going to go his tail beat all the way back in the mid-Russia. Yeah. No. Trust me, Russia's not going to win this war. It was already stated by Russia, by one of their generals, that this war, they can't win against uh, Ukraine. Yeah. But see, now, uh, Putin's not thinking back, though I said originally, that if he goes nuclear, that creates World War Three. And he'll have multi multi countries after him bombing them. Yeah. Okay. And they don't really think that that's going to happen. Like I said, maybe he just don't care. You know? Yeah. Do you think he really cares? Uh, not if he's dying. It's like he just wants to save face, probably. And. You know, that as battle rages in the east and the south, and in Kiev, they tried his first Russian soldier on war crimes in a hearing that kicked off Friday in the capital. And Vadim Shishimarin, a 21-year-old, faced war crimes tribunal for the murder of a 62-year-old unarmed man who was riding his bicycle along the roadside, which was captured in a photo that's become iconic in the three-month war. Um, They found guilty, this guy... Face ten years to life in prison. Wow! And you know we know we're going after you know Putin. We know we're seeking him for war crimes. So if they can ever catch the guy, you know. <laughs> yeah. Actually, Vladimir Putin also he also uh, warns Finland about joining NATO. He said that would be a big mistake, not unless you want to get nuked. Yeah. Again, is another threat by some retailer. Yeah. yeah. But he's desperate to keep NATO from getting any bigger. And, you know, that's just more and more countries that are, I mean, he's already got the whole world except for China basically against him. But he's trying to keep NATO from advancing. Well, you know, I mean, you know, he needs more. Uh, I should I should say Putin should white flag it, surrender, give it up. It's a lost cause, and I would like to see more foreign countries join NATO. You know, yeah. apply for join NATO. I should say. Yeah. Um, whatever their protocol is, how to jo- how to join NATO, whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's unbelievable. And this guy still thinks he's going to win the war. Yeah, he's able to pull something that he wants to 
come out. You know, he doesn't care what the world thinks, and I just hope he doesn't do anything dumb like nuclear or biological or anything like that. Right, exactly. I'm sure we all hope that he doesn't do it. Yeah. Yeah, so you well, know. we can just keep praying, you know. We just asked you all to keep praying, and and you know, we weren't joking when we said, you know, wouldn't it be great if if the Russian troops just laid down their weapons? They've done this many times, they just surrendered, they just walked away from tanks, blew them up, and went over to Ukraine. Some of them are even fighting for Ukraine because they're just totally against this war, and they there was that intercepted. You know, conversations that are intercepted where they hear them talking and it's like, you know, the morale is, you know, to say it's not good is an understatement. And, you know, let's just keep praying that somehow or another, you know, that this war comes to an end and, you know, if it can be a peaceful way that they can just, you know, have a ceasefire and make some kind of concessions on both sides to where they can agree to something and, you know, put an end to it, that would be great. We don't need this to keep going on and on and on and on. And on. It just needs to stop, you know? Mm-hmm. That's true. You're correct about that. I agree with you, Scott. 1,000% on that one. Yeah. Give yourself yeehaw on that one. Oh, yeah, yep. for sure. Everybody gets Scott a yeehaw. <laughs> <laughs> Prayer works, that's true. It know? does, or a fact. It yeah. does affect my brother. But, you know, war is what they make out of it. You know? Yeah. If it's done right, yeah. it'd be success. Yeah. Trying to be a bully like Putin? Mm-mm. Doesn't work out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess it's that time again, Scott, where we say goodbye. So with that being said, I'd like to thank each and every one of you for tuning in. And as a challenge to our listeners, I challenge you to tell two more people to tune in on our broadcast. And with that being said, on behalf of Scott and myself, eat the proper foods, stay in good health, and may God bless each and every one of you. Good night, everybody. God bless. Good night, everybody, and thanks for listening. See you. Talk to you next time. <laughs>